President Biden is now vowing to respond after a drone attack killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan. A big question this morning, what will that response look like? We had a tough day last night in the Middle East. We lost three brave souls in an attack on one of our base. Yes. And uh, I asked you to move silence with all three of those falls. Jesus. And we shall respond. The president saying we shall respond. Iran this morning denying any involvement in the deadly attack on that military outpost. But U.S. officials are blaming Iran-backed militants and say the drone appeared to have been launched from Syria. President Biden is facing pressure from some Republicans to strike back. Senator Lindsey Graham telling him to, quote, hit Iran now, hit them hard. And Senator John Cornyn urging President Biden to, quote, target Tehran. The White House has been dreading this exact thing for several months now as the U.S. tries to prevent the war from Gaza from spilling into an even wider regional conflict. What President Biden decides to do here will be hugely consequential. And the situation is complicated by ongoing hostage negotiations with Hamas to release captives. CNN's Arlette Sines leads us off this morning from the White House. Arlette, this incident is without question a significant escalation. The president has vowed to respond. Do we have any sense of when or what that response might look like? Well, not yet, uh, Phil, and that's really the big question facing the White House this morning. President Biden yesterday called this attack on those U.S. forces despicable and wholly unjust, and now he and his team are working towards deciding how exactly the U.S. will respond. In a statement mourning the death of those three U.S. service members, the president said, quote, we will hold all those responsible to account at a time and in a manner of our choosing. Now, the president so far has said that it was Iran-backed militant groups based in Syria and Iraq that were responsible for this attack. But the U.S. is still working to determine which specific group carried out this attack on U.S. forces. Overnight, uh, Iran denied any uh, involvement or responsibility for this attack, according to Iran's uh, state news agency. And it really speaks to one of the challenges facing President Biden going forward, as he and his team have really tried to sought uh, to prevent this conflict from widening into an even broader conflict in the Middle East. Now, while uh, more than 100, uh, we, while U.S. and coalition forces have been attacked uh, more than 150 times since the October 7th attack, this is the first incident that uh, marked and included the uh, deaths of U.S. service members, which is really raising the stakes for President Biden as he is charting the course of action as he is vowing to respond. And our left, the big question is, how does the U.S. respond in a way that will be a deterrent? Because all the responses so far have not deterred. Uh, these Iran-backed groups, but at the same time, not do anything that would further exacerbate this to a, an even broader uh, regional crisis in the Mideast. Yeah, and that's something President Biden and his team will spend part of the day uh, trying to work to figure out is how exactly to respond. A lot of the U.S. response that we've seen so far has been targeting uh, weapons and, and buildings uh, used by some of these groups, but it is possible that the U.S. could decide to take things a step further. Now, the president has been under extreme pressure to act already, including from some Republican lawmakers up on Capitol Hill. As you mentioned, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham is one of those who has been pushing for the U.S. to strike targets 
targets inside Iran. But at this time, it remains unclear what exact course of action the president will decide to take. But he has vowed that the U.S. will be responding in this incident, especially now that they have seen the loss of these U.S. service members. But uh, one of the key imperatives for this White House has really been trying to prevent this from broadening into a mm -hmm. regional, more of a regional conflict. And therefore, the president saying at a time and manner of our choosing, that's mm -hmm. when we will respond or let. Thank you very much. Phil. Well, joining us now, former defense secretary in the Trump administration, Mark Esper. Uh, we appreciate your time, sir. I want to start with, is it possible when you think about the options that you would be considering in a moment like this, that you can strike the balance of increasing deterrence while not escalating more widely in the region? What would that look like? Yeah, good morning, Phil. First of all, I want to express my uh, thoughts and prayers for the service members who were killed in these uh, this horrible attack. So, um, but look, yes, because I've had to do this a few times with President Trump. I think uh, what you should present is a range of options that begin with striking uh, Iranian targets uh, outside Iran and uh, escalating up a, up a ladder toward targets within Iran. And my view at this point, the starting uh, the, the starting point is attacking IRGC. That's the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps personnel and sites in Iraq and Syria. And I would start there because I do think this demands a, a really um, tough response uh, directly targeted at uh, Iran, which is supporting, inspiring, funding all of these attacks throughout the region. As a reporter said, there, there have been over 150 attacks against U.S. forces, and we've only responded fewer than 10 times. So regrettably, this incident was inevitable. You mentioned that you've dealt with very similar cir circumstances, or at least somewhat similar. Uh, you were defense secretary when Iranian-backed militias killed two U.S. Two US troops in a rocket attack in Iraq in 2020. In terms of uh, how things are at the moment, how would you compare now, the environment now, versus back then? I think it is more complex now and obviously um, more tense given what's happened uh, with regard to Gaza, Israeli attacks against uh, Gaza. You have the uh, uh, Israel uh, standoff with uh, with Hezbollah in southern Lebanon continuing, and of course you have the Houthi attacks against shipping in the Red Sea. So I think it is more complex, more dangerous. But again, if you look at each of these hotspots, it all goes back to Tehran. Tehran is funding, supporting, supplying arms, training all these elements. So you have to go back to where this is all coming from. It's Tehran, uh, and it, we, we've reached a point um, that it's now we have to attack them directly. And I, frankly, I think that our response over the last few months has been uh, has not been sufficient. And I've said that several times. Yeah, you have on this show as well. You know, there are some in, in the Republican Party that, and this isn't a new position for some of these lawmakers that want to go even further than what you're suggesting. Uh, Lindsey Graham, strike targets with significance inside Iran. John Cornyn, target Tehran. Uh, Tom Cotton, devastating military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces. Is a direct strike within Iran something that should be on the table right now? I would not take those options off the table, but that's not where I would, would begin. I would begin against, uh, like I said, IRGC forces. The IRGC is is the actually Iraq Iranian uh, force that supplies, trains, uh, uh, helps plan these attacks. I would start them. I would target their personnel and their sites in Iraq and Syria. Um, very, I hit them fairly hard, and I'd see how that works. If if the attacks continue, then I'd work my way up those options and eventually work your way into striking targets within Iran. At the same time, though, I think you have to balance that with diplomacy. You have to begin getting your allies on board in the region uh, to include the Europeans and uh, and, and the Arab states. Because, look, the Arab, everybody's going to watch very closely what we're doing. Right. And they're going to see whether the United States will respond forcefully. This affects not just the uh, U.S.-Iran relationship, but 
how the Arab states view it, how other countries in the region view this, because they know, look, Iran has been sponsoring this bad behavior in the region for four plus decades. Yeah, it's an important point. This isn't happening in a vacuum. Before, last one before I let you go, I want to play something that we heard from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It was an interview that was taped before uh, the attack that killed the three U.S. military personnel. But the point, I think, probably stands for the administration. Take a listen. As I provide advice and we think about the uh, approach we take, we want to ensure that we uh, take away capability while we protect our forces at the same time, not have this brought in, into, a, uh, into a, a much wider conflict. That, of course, General C.Q. Brown, I think this is the point that you're making. How do you thread that needle in this moment in time, given the complexity of all the dynamics at play here? Do you think it's possible? Yes, I do think it's possible. I think, uh, you know, General Brown uh, made a very thoughtful, reasoned statement there. We don't want a wider regional war, at least not right now. Uh, we need to be prepared. We, we, we need to get our allies on board, etc. But I do think it's possible to do that. I I Iran doesn't want a regional war either. But... We have to take it to them because otherwise, look, the, the proxy militia groups don't care. They're not deterred in the sense that uh, they like this conflict. It was notable that the Islamic resistance in Iran, in Iraq, quickly took credit for these attacks. But um, Iran likes to keep it at arm's length, and so they don't want a broader war. So that's why I think at this point, uh, starting with the IRGC in Iraq and Syria, and then working your way up that escalation ladder to include targets in Iran if necessary, I think that's the way we need to go. Former Defense Secretary Mark Esper, appreciate your expertise as always, sir. Thank you.